Good morning, everybody, and welcome to January 2023. You know, we started this, um, um, we started Coffee with Casey back in early 2022 because we knew we had a problem. We had a big problem. So um, let me see why I'm not seeing myself here. There you are. Not that I got any better looking in January 2023, but here's what's going on. We started this in uh, um, 2020. We just started a pandemic. They were locking people down. We needed a good read on the market, the market conditions, whether buyers were out there or not, whether inventory was coming on or not. So we decided to launch Coffee with Casey back then to keep everybody apprised of what the hell is going on in the real estate market. Uh, maybe I'll rename it what the hell is going on in the real estate market. So we've been tracking it ever since. We've done about 125, 130 shows. And you know what we try and do is keep sellers and buyers apprised, and realtors, by the way, Samson Property Realtors, apprised of what's happening in the market, you know, where we are, where we're going, um, you know, how we got here, which is very, very important. So I'll take you to a little journey. We're gonna go back to 2020. We're going to see, uh, you know, we're going to see exactly where we are right now, regardless of where you live or or what the what the uh, age of your home is or how big it is. Um, we're going to touch on what it's worth and what it's worth today, and what it's worth today compared to 2020, how we got to where we got, and then we're going to talk about where we're headed. What's next for 2023? And we're going to talk about taking advantage of this market. So let me go ahead and, and let me hit the, uh, let me go live over here. And let's take a look at this and go with that. Nope. I just had it, folks. So let me, let me just go grab it. All right. So, so where are we now? How do we get here? Where are we going? Now, in our meeting that we just had, um, with my team, somebody said, well, this agent is doing this and doing that in front of everybody. I immediately went to MLS and I looked at their track record of how much they did last year, how successful they were, days on market, uh, percentage of assessment, because I need to authenticate. And that's what everybody needs to do. You need to authenticate what somebody's opinion is. So if somebody says you need to go move to the right, well, What's your track record of telling everybody to move to the right? I need to know that. How much did you sell? How fast? How, you know, how much did you get for it? So I authenticate everything. So I'm going to give you some advice today. And as we always do, and I'm going to tell you some things and how we got here. But you need to authenticate that I know what I'm talking about. I mean, how do you know that I don't, I'm not just BSing and I don't know what I'm talking about? Well, you know, the first thing we do with a seller when we talk to them is we need to authenticate that we really do know what we're talking about. And the, the strategies that we're going to lay out, the pricing strategies and marketing plans are accurate. Just like we're going to talk about today in every meeting, you know, they need to, I need to authenticate that what we're saying actually works um, and has worked over the years. So this last year, we did about $90 million in Vienna, Oakton. We did 100 and, almost $160 million total around the whole uh, Northern Virginia area. And our listing sold at 92% of um, 90, uh, 92% of our listings sold in the first week. So, so the information that we give, I can authenticate by saying that worked, that worked, that worked, that worked, that worked. So, 
you know, we do four and a half percent because I don't split commissions with our broker. And we, we basically rely on volume as opposed to trying to get every dollar we can out of sellers. So, so this authenticates, at least we know what we're talking about when we go through the systems and processes that we're going to discuss in every coffee with Casey. So let's take a look at where we are this year. We, we know that inventory is down. This is um, the inventory of what's come on the market last year, right? So we're down 20, 16, 15. We know that, we know that inventory did not come on, especially in the second half of 2022 and the reason for that was who wants to leave a two and a half percent mortgage and go buy a house with a seven percent mortgage well you know as that happens interest rates are going down you know as they feed down more and more people are going to come on the market there still is people that have to sell death divorce resizing they either got to go up or down uh or they're relocating so there's certain core market activities that have to happen that will put the inventory in and then there's the want-tos. There's the people that said, you know, we didn't sell last year. I I'm getting tired. I need We need to sell our house. So, so the want-tos are going to start to come on this year. We should see this, this improve. Can't get any worse. And, and with that, the amazing thing is we've had a lack of inventory, but look at the withdrawal rates in some of the things for December. So, so let's say you have 100 houses come off the market, right? in Vienna and, and, you know, a percentage of them, 38% went under contract, 62% withdrew unsold. Now imagine why would you withdraw a house? Why would you have to withdraw a house if your inventory is down? That, that's a, that doesn't make any sense. And there goes the authentication of, you know, does your strategy work or does it not work? So for 62% of the homes, in December that either went under contract or withdrew, 62% of them withdrew, which means they failed, which means the seller failed to authenticate the realtor he was working with, knows what they're talking about, is giving sound advice and can get this done. There's no excuse for that. You know, there's going to be 10% where it's a divorce or, you know, there's problems or, you know, the, the house is just unsaleable. I mean, I, I, I get 10%, but, but not 62%. So, so we're going to coin the phrase in 2023, smart sellers. So smart sellers have an opportunity. We're going to talk about that in a minute. But this is not, this is not an example of a smart market. This is, a, this is not a smart market. So there, therefore, I say you need to authenticate who you're working with. So let's go and see where we are today. Where are prices today? And this is really going to shock some of you, right? Um, it shocked me. And I'll just let you know, I research, 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 and then come to a conclusion after I've done my research. I don't start with an idea and then research to back it up. No. I and this took me three weeks to, to all of a sudden have an epiphany and a light bulb go off. It's like, holy shit. Our houses are still 25 to 30% above where they were in 2020. So let's take a look at this. Now, every time I go into a listing, I, I actually show this chart, right? So, so what you're looking at is a 3,500 square foot home in Vienna. And I'm going to show you Willowsford and Dominion Valley and all of that. We're going to take a look at those. Then we're going to compare them. But this is a 3,500 square foot house in Vienna. 
And, and basically, you look at those by there were some that were built in the 80s, some that were built in 2000, some built in 215 or 210, and then brand new. So a uh, let's take a 1980s house started at a million dollars back in 2020. Now, right about in here, right, you start hearing me talk about a perfect the perfect storm where interest rates are low, demand is high, inventory is low, and there's going to be an upward pressure on pricing. So there was. There was a dramatic upward tick on pricing. So these numbers from here to here, that's a 28% increase. So a lot of people say, well, you know, the housing prices come back down. No, not really. They have come down and they've come down about 6% on average, but they're still 25% above where they were in 2020. Now we've never had that kind of condensed appreciation ever. Now in 2005, it, it went up very quickly, but it came right back down very fast in 2007. So that went up and down. I mean, and when all was said and done, it went down more than it went up. So I guess what this is, is this a very soft landing. Sellers have an opportunity. And the opportunity for smart sellers, the opportunity is that now prices are still 25% higher than they were back in 2020. The highest increase over this period of time. We'll talk, we're going to talk about whether they're going to go down more or not. But as for right now, we're 25% higher. This is what I would call a peak. Now, this is a hyper peak. We hit a hyper peak. And I, you heard me mention this a lot. This went to crazy, crazy numbers, hyper peak. But if it just went straight, you could see we're still at, at some semblance of a peak, right? So, so they're up 25% on average. The buyer pool is out there. They are looking for house. There is no inventory. The rates are starting to come down. So now you're going to start to see a more active spring come in. But there's still no inventory. So for a smart seller that puts their house on the market and early, I mean, between, you know, January 15th and March 15th, because I can't look any further than that. We'll have to re-examine the inventory as we go along on Coffee with Casey. Is the inventory coming or not? Are interest rates falling or not? Those are two big, huge questions that will determine the market. But as of today, we're 25% higher. The rates are coming down. The buyer pool is very active and there is no inventory on the market. I just went and talked to a seller yesterday. There was one house that was on for 120 days, one house that was on for 38 days. Both those are not competitors. So basically when you step onto the market, there is no competition out there. Buyers are a little shaken. Um, in the second half, it was almost like hitting them in the face with a two by four. It went so fast from three and a half percent to seven percent that they really never knew what hit them. So it stunned the buyer pool. But now, as rates come back down and you're looking at, you know, a five percent or a, maybe very quickly it's going to be a high fours, uh, seven year arm and 10 year arm, then I think that's the seller and buyers can live with that. So so in this chart, you can see if your house was built in 2000 and you had a 35, 3,600 square foot house, that's what it's currently worth. That's what it was worth. So this again is up 280,000. This house is up 280,000. This house is up uh, 400,000, right? So a home that was built in 2010 is up $400,000 more than it was worth 
in 2020. This is 364, so new homes are back basically up $364,000 over this period of time, right? So do I think these are overpriced? A little bit, not a lot, a little bit. Will they come back down? Yeah, it really depends on inventory and interest rates, you know? But I can tell you that sellers, um, you know, by the virtue of everybody withdrawing their listings, sellers are pricing their houses so high, you know? I don't know why they do that. If you were to price it at 1.28, you're 280,000 over where you were two years, three years ago, and um, and it would sell right away. And and maybe there's still there's still bidding on it. Not only here, there's not. I've had five contracts on a 1.15 million dollar house. We had four contracts, you know, come in on a 1.16 million dollar house. So I mean, there are still buyers out there. There's still multiple contracts coming in. Are they bidding over list price? Not much. Not 150 over list price, but you know what? That was crazy. That was insane. So that wasn't healthy. This is a very healthy market. This is an incredibly healthy market. Let's look at Oakton. Same house, 3,500 square feet foot house. You know, a 3,500 square foot house in Oakton, about uh, 1.2 instead of 1.28 in Vienna. Um, these houses are a little newer than I would say that the Vienna house was. So you're looking at about 1995 for this house. The difference between Vienna and Oakton is between 75 and $100,000. And sometimes people will go to Oakton to get more house for their money. So, and I'll compare all these in a minute, but you can still see that this went maybe not 25%, but it's about 18% up. This went from 1.3 actually went down in the beginning. And now it's back up to 1.6. So 300,000 over where we were. And the new houses out there are, are the 5,500 square foot houses are $400,000 more. Why are we having more success? I'm, I'm going to show you that the markets out West, how incredible they are. Because A, more people are working from the house. So now it's a house office. And that's why people need some bigger properties. And I think the bigger properties are doing better than the smaller properties. I can tell you that's a fact because condos and townhouses are just flat and they, they haven't, they aren't experiencing 25 or 35. I think we have residential slash commercial properties now where if you're working at how, if you're working from home, that's, a, there, there's justification. They need two offices in that house now and they need a bigger house. Okay. So this is Virginia run and a Virginia run. 3,500 square foot house is here in the red, right? So it's about $919,000. This is accurate. But look at where it was when we started in 2020. I mean, it went from 750 to 919. So this is, again, you're looking at 25% increases out here. Um, it went from 845 is where it was up to 1.163. And again, you'll see they hit a hyper peak. You'll see they've come down. But on average, they've only come down 6%. This is Dominion Valley. This is a market that we're going to be taking over now with uh, Johnny G. Um, and where this is in full swing, we're rolling right into Dominion Valley going, all right, everybody, you have too many homes that are withdrawing in there. You're paying 6% uh, real estate commissions. I got the best guy in Haymarket, one of the top agents in Haymarket that's going to be spearheading you know, our marketing, our pricing, our marketing strategy into that Dominion Valley. So, you know, we're going to be rolling on that one. 
So let's look at that 3,500 square foot house. Now, the difference between a Virginia run house and this is Virginia run averages, you know, 1990 is their pricing. Um, and in Dominion Valley, these houses are somewhere between 2000 and 2010. So let's call it a 2005. So these are newer houses, right? Um, same size, a little bit newer house. But again, if you're going to go from Centerville all you know out to Haymarket, you're going to get a bigger house, a newer house for for better price, right? So, so that house is here, but it's just newer, right? Let's take a look at Willowsford. Willowsford is another market that people are paying six percent. The agents are telling you to put forty, fifty thousand dollars into fixing their house up. Absolutely ridiculous. A lot of them are not selling. A lot of them are so so. Ferris Eways is one of the top guys in Loudoun County. Our number three agent in Sampson Properties, number three listing agent in Sampson Properties, has joined our team, and we're going to spearhead Willowsford. So let's take a look at the Willowsford properties. This is a 3,500 square foot. Let's take a look at a medium lot. So a medium lot in Willowsford has gone from 856000 to $1.25. That's $400,000. It's, it's $380,000 that a home in Willowsford has gone up. That's 40%. So, so the homes in Willisford are up 40, 42% over where they were. Now, why has this gone up 40? Why is why has Dominion Valley gone up from 850 to a million fifty? Right? Why have these houses gone up so high? Right? Well, a lot of people don't have to commute. Right here, they're commuting to work. Over here. 40% are not commuting to work. Now they're staying home. Now you've actually got a beautiful Route 66. You've got access lanes out there or express lanes out there. So it's easier to get to out at, to the Willowsford and to Dominion Valley and to the Haymarkets and, you know, out west. It's easier to get to these properties. And a lot of people are, are only coming in one or two or three days a week, not five days a week. So, so the values there are increasing. If we compare, like, this is, this is again, Willisford, but if we compare them all, let's say we're looking at a, a 3,500 square foot house for our family. What am I going to pay? What am I, what am I going to, you know, what's it going to cost me to get a 3,500 square foot house? Well, if you go to Virginia Run, it's going to cost you 915. If you go to Dominion Valley, it's going to cost you 936. Now, remember, Dominion Valley is farther than this. But these homes are in the, these homes are probably from 1985 to 1990. These are from 2000 to 2010. So these homes, you know, about the same price, but you're going to get a home that's a lot newer. If you, plus you're going to have the golf course and all the community events that go on out there. So, um, you know, so that's pretty close. That's what you're going to get here. Now, here you have an example of Willowsford, which is this light green, and the red, which is Oakton, right? Okay. So you're going to pay about 1.2 and change if you're going to live in Willowsford or you're going to live in Oakton. Well, some people want to be closer in. They do commute a little bit more. They don't want to drive all the way, you know, out to, you know, Loudoun County. So they're going to get a house that's about 1995. So they're going to live in a home, 3,500 square feet, that's built in about 1995. And they're going to be closer in. Well, 
if you don't have to be closer in and you can move to Willisford, then you get a 2015 house, which is, um, what are we looking, 20 years younger. And then, of course, you know, when you move to the communities, you have the lakes and the pools and the community centers and, you know, events. And, you know, you have a lot more activity in that community. So so if you're looking for a 3,500 square foot home and you're going to spend about $1.2 million, now you have a choice. Would we want to go to Oakton? Would we want to go to Willisford? And you can look at that and, and determine, you know, do I want something closer in that may be a little older? Do I want to go out a little farther because I don't have to commute and, and have this kind of community and have the newer houses? So, so it's a great, and the reason why we teamed up with Ferris is because our clients, if we've got a client that's looking in Vienna and Oakton, they need to be able to look at and go talk to a professional in Willowsford or in Dominion Valley to say, what can I get out here, right? So, so it's not look at five houses in Vienna. It's look at five houses in Vienna and five houses in Willisford and figure out what, what is your lifestyle? What lifestyle fits you better, right? So in this case, you know, where have we been? We've been right here. Here's where we ended up. The average here is 27% increase in pricing. And look at Vienna. Vienna's up there at 138. Vienna has amenities that some people, you know, really like. You've got, you know, the big restaurants. You got close to Tyson's. You got close to DC. You know, yada yada yada. You pay for. You pay to be closer in, right? They, they, they like the community. They've lived here. This is where they feel most comfortable. And I think when all is said and done, you have to know where your comfort level is, right? So Johnny G lives out in Dominion Valley. He doesn't want to leave the, the confines of the closed gates, right? We brought him out to a party. He's like, oh my gosh, I don't feel that good. <laughs> you know, actually, he did feel pretty good. Uh, but, you know, some people, that's their environment. That's what they love. So, so when we're working with buyers and when a realtor is working with buyers, you have to not just give them, here's the five houses in Vienna, but where else, what is the other living environment that you can look at? And you'll know when you see it, you drive out and go, I love this or I love that. I mean, you got to feel comfortable going home. And the difference between our agents and I think what the rest of the real estate community has fallen into is the real estate community has fallen into, um, let me get rid of all of this. The, what the real estate community has fallen into with the buyers is tell you what, find what you want, send it over to me and we'll open it up for you. So they're door openers and contract writers, um, not what realtors should really be, not what realtors should be. The realtor needs to find out what the homeowner wants, and then they need to go out, go into the houses, look at the houses, talk to the agents, make sure that they have the right candidate houses for that. The realtor must bring the house to the buyer. Right now, the buyer is bringing the house to the realtor. And that's just wrong because buyers really aren't professional buyers. Um, they're going online and they're seeing what they like, but you know what? There's 10,000 houses out there. Figure out your price range, figure out your needs, your commute needs, your house size needs, how big is your family, how big is it going to be? Uh, once you determine all of that, then you want to measure one community versus another community. Why are we out in Dominion Valley? Why the hell would I go to Johnny G and say, I want to team up? Because our clients need to compare Vienna, Oakton, Oak Hill to 
Dominion Valley and Willowsburg. What do you really love? And those are really the two prime communities out there. I mean, you have Piedmont, which is great, but um, you know, we have a lot of elderly clients too. And where are you going to go? I mean, they don't want to leave their house, right? Until they see that they can do a one level living out in Dominion Valley. Here are the Regency golf course. It's 5,100, uh, you know, yard course. You can live on the course. Uh, it's single level living, so you don't have to go upstairs anymore. Um, and a lot of times that environment is, because I will tell you that I've sit in a lot of house, a lot of living rooms. I'm a living room guy or a kitchen table guy. There's a lot of people just don't know where to go. I've lived for 25 years. I'm raising my family. It's a big house. I'm kicking around in here. I gotta, I'm wasting money on taxes. I'm wasting money on size. It's a big house, you know. We don't want to maintain it anymore. We don't want to clean it anymore. We needed it when we had kids, but now we're getting older, we're getting tired, and I don't want to maintain this damn house. I need something that's maintenance-free, single-level living, not as expensive. I don't want to pay for schools. I don't want to pay for size, and I don't want to clean this damn big-ass house. So that's why we team them up, and we'll go over and bring them to Johnny, and Johnny will you know, find them uh you know, a house that's suitable for them out there or introduce them to, to Ferris and, and, and communicate with which do you feel more comfortable with, right? Some may say, I just didn't take a townhouse in Vienna, I, you know? Some will say, yeah, I want to live on a golf course out in, um, in Piedmont or I want to live on a golf course out in Dominion Valley, you know? So that's the kind of thought process you need to come in when you're a buyer. Um, the buyer strategies right now, if you are going to get a mortgage, you're going to get a seven-year arm or you're going to get a 10-year um, a arm, but that means that a rate is fixed, a lower rate. So let's say the regular rates are 6% and you can get a 5.15 with a seven-year arm. That means the rate is fixed at 5.15, 5.25 for seven years. It's going to lock in. Well, if you know anything about real estate, I've been here since 1981 and I've watched this roller coaster go up and down, up and down, up and down. We're headed to a recession. I don't think there's any doubt about it. We're going to definitely go into a recession. I think we're already there. I think when you start reading tech companies laying off 4,000, 5,000, 8,000 people, I think when you start reading about when, when the press is about who's laying off who, you're in a recession. And what is it they say? You know, if your neighbor loses their job, you're in a recession. And if you lose your job, you're in a depression. So I, I start to think, you know, we're already in it. They may not tell you yet, but we're already in it. And, but what that does is as long as, you know, not everybody participates in a recession, right? So if I'm a realtor and the inventory goes down and sales all go down by 30%, that does affect realtors, but it doesn't affect my buddy that works at mobile, right? His income isn't going anywhere or works for this corporation or that corporation or whatever. So there's a lot of people that don't participate in recessions. So let me give you a quick example. We had a, uh, they shut down all the restaurants, right? Well, I can tell you one thing, guys over bases, that was a depression for them. That wasn't a recession. That was a hit them in the face, you know, scramble and come up with, you know, backyards, you know, so you can have dinner out in the backyard and da 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 I mean, that was a bad, we were participating in that. We had great business. Our business was going up. It was fine. So for some may have been in that recession, some may not have. If you're working in retail, I guarantee you're in a recession or a depression, right? 
So a lot of people lost their jobs, a lot of people lost their businesses. Um, it was a horrible time for a certain segment of the economy, right? So I think that as far as the general is concerned, we're in a recession. It's not going to hit everybody, but this is the time to get the high, you know, I'm, I'm going to use coin this term, smart sellers. Great time for a smart seller. Great time. 25% over, over where we were. Fastest climb we've ever had. Interest rates are falling. Buyers are out. No inventory. Perfect time for sell. Smart sellers. If you come on and you overprice your house, not going to work. Not going to happen. So I just told Julie, we're sending out 6,000 of our brochures. And it's like, scratch the word seller, put in the word smart seller opportunity, not seller opportunity, smart seller opportunity. 62% of the homes went through. That's not smart, right? Smart buyer opportunity. There are deals out there. Again, those 62% of the homes that withdrew in December, those are all targets for buyers, right? So when a realtor brings a home to a buyer, it might not even be on the market. It might have been on the market with through because it was overpriced. Now the realtor can reach out and say, look, we have your house priced at 1.25, not 1.38. It's a $1.25 million house. Are you interested in looking at this and, and you know, possible contract with a buyer? Absolutely. Fine. I can't tell you how many times I walk into with a withdrawal and I say, who put this price on this house? Agent did. I didn't say anything. They're the ones that said it was the price. They just put the price on there because they want the listing. Either they don't know what the price is or they just want the listing and they're willing to overprice it and figure you're going to drop the price. The key, the key to 92% selling in the first week, the key is predictive analysis. Saved us for the last three years. Saved us to death, Right. We did everything in coming soon. We did all the marketing in coming soon. We did all the analysis in coming soon. We did all the, you know, websites and everything was ready to go in coming soon. And then right before we'd launch, we would analyze all the data that we had. How many people are looking? How many people like it, love it? How many scheduled listings we got? How many agents? Is there any buzz going on? What's, what's happening? Anybody fighting to get in that house before the listing is, starts? We're at the right price if we see that. If we don't, if we hear crickets, we're overpriced. And we drop the price prior to launch, then it sells for the first weekend. Multiple contracts, predictive analysis. If there was anything that saved us, any, so not to brag, but this year in 2022, we're the number one uh, medium-sized team in the state of Virginia. According to Wall Street Journal and Real Trends and looking at the agents of where they were and where we are this year, 159 million will be the number one team, medium team in the state of Virginia. And we got there by the predictive analysis. It guided us, it showed us the light the whole way. So you Samson agents, I will tell you, if you're not doing a predictive analysis, you need to do a predictive analysis. And when you set that price that you're gonna put out as your initial price you're gonna use in coming soon, you can't be 100,000 overpriced because it will give you a negative. You're gonna move it down 50,000, but that might not be your number. That might not be your number. Don't test a big number, test a smaller number. Make sure that you can get out there and get that done. So let's say I'm between 800 and, um, and 850. Well, don't put it on for 900. 
You test 900, oh, that didn't work. Let's move to 850. 850 might not be your price. It might not be there. You may still hear crickets at 850. You've got to try that. You know, now you need to test the smaller number, not the bigger number, but the smaller number, right? So test the 850, not the 900, because you may have to go, if 850 doesn't work, doesn't test well, you may have to go back to 800, go to 799, then the house will sell. Then maybe get some bids. If it goes over 800, it goes over 800. But I see a lot of people do the predictive analysis and it didn't work. Well, you were 150,000 over list price. So if you're 150,000 over list price on your coming soon, predictive analysis ain't gonna do you any good. Be very thoughtful about where you bring your coming soon predictive analysis price and everything will be fine. Looking forward to a great 2023, a lot of pent demand, pent up demand. I think the buyers are out there. I think a lot of sellers did not sell last year for whatever reason. I think they're coming out this year. They're 25% over uh, where they were in 2022. As I said, it's the fastest growth you're ever going to see. Um, it's not, it hasn't come back down far enough that you haven't lost that. You've only come down 5% from the peak, 6% from the peak in general. So I think we're in good shape. Buyers are out, interest rates are coming down. Looking forward to a great 2023. If you need any help, you can give me a call at 703-508-2535. Or my email is Casey at CaseySampson.com. Julie puts these up at CaseySampson.com slash podcast. And you can listen to all these shows if you like. You know, if you can't sleep at night, eh, put on a little bit. Take, put me to sleep in five seconds. I'm better than night tall. Okay. So thanks for listening. My name is Casey Sampson. You've been listening to Coffee with Casey. We'll see you again next week. Bye now.